hold on to me as we go As we roll down this unfamiliar road And although this wave is stringing us along Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your Good morning, Hamilton. This is Rob Golfie with Rematch Escarpment, the Golfie team. Welcome to the Hamilton Real Estate Show with Rick Zamprin and Phil Golfie. Oh, you're adding a little twist now. Okay, that's <laughs> fine. Uh, you can take editorial uh, uh, you know, content to, to the max. Uh, yes, another fine Saturday morning here in the city of Hamilton. Uh, Rob and Phil, both sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. You can call them anytime at 905-575-7700. RobGolfie.com is the website. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. At Rob Golfie on Instagram and Twitter, like the Rob Golfie. Facebook page, and if you haven't already, I can't imagine too many people who have who have not. But you never know. Subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Past episodes on robgolfie.com and 900chml.com. If you have a question for the Golfie team or have a topic idea that you would like us to tackle on a future program, email us. That email address is questions at robgolfie.com. We have some September statistics to get to today. Um, an interesting Remax reports regarding millennials and generation z or at least in this country i guess it's generation z uh, how your real estate agent can lose you a deal we'll also talk about uh, some of the wild things that both uh, rob and phil have encountered on the job uh, albeit probably not as wild as what one realtor down in niagara had to recently confront but we'll start with uh, a home that was uh, recently up for sale and uh, has now been purchased uh, in the Hamilton area, 301 Bay Street North. Uh, it was uh, the topic of a, a CBC article uh, a couple of weeks ago. And uh, this home was really uh, disheveled, uh, needs a lot of TLC. We talked about TLC in, in the past. <laughs> uh, this is a Herculean effort of TLC that this house is going to need. But it was on the market. It made a lot of waves on social media as well because it looked so bad. And the price started at what five? Yeah, it started at five forty, then and then got dropped down to four fifty. But uh, hats off to the realtor. I think this is great exposure for his listing. Mm-hmm. Um, when I first saw the article, it made waves across the social media networks, basically with the with the title stating, you know, real estate listing looks like a horror set. Or a horror movie set, like right. it's 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 uh it was run down, it was dingy, it was dark, it it, it looked you know yeah and, and it's going to be a complete gut job, yeah, obviously yeah exactly in, in in the old style of home that's what it brings right just the character of the home brought yeah. that yeah. that type of that type of scene but I mean he got he got you know the exposure for his listing to people that might might have seen it through you know this article mm-hmm. and it, it definitely stood out from all the other listings you know it's not the first time that that this type or style of home has been in hamilton we've seen a lot of homes that 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 are like this that <clears throat> need this you know need this amount of work or mm-hmm. or kind of look like this so for him to be able to get it picked up and from the main news uh the news stream and, and thrown out there um Good on him. Now, now, what ended up happening is yeah. he was listed at five hundred forty thousand. It got reduced to four hundred fifty thousand, and he held offers. The agent held offers, and he only ended up getting four hundred fifty-five thousand. Mm-hmm. This could easily, and it does state in the article, can easily easily be flipped and renovated, uh, and 
be resold for nine, you know upwards of nine hundred thousand, right? Um, which is you know a great opportunity for if you a, can double your a, investment oh, for sure. Man. For but it, it does need two hundred and fifty yeah, to three hundred. Yeah, so but I mean the numbers make sense for somebody to go in there and do that. There's there's people out there that would love a deal like this. Yeah, um, and the location's great too. Bay it's and, not a Bay bad, it's not a bad looking house either. Yeah. Like it's uh, it's it's once it's once it's going to be all fixed up and everything. It's 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 a beautiful. It's going to be a beautiful home. Like yeah. I mean every house is beautiful when it's new, obviously. Right. But but. Um, but having the character uh, of of the street and it's a great uh, location too. Yeah, yeah. right. Th- not too far from uh, the the park, Bayfront Park down yeah. the street. Yeah. So how many? I mean, you guys have been in, in probably hundreds of thousands of homes, but how many have looked like this? Or still to this day, you walk into a into a house, you know, a, a day or so ago, and it's this bad. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot. lot. There's a really? lot. Yeah, there's a oh, lot. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot. Yeah, there, it, it, you'd be amazed at, um, and, and the great thing that's happening uh, right now, and it's been happening in the last uh, two three years, is that people are coming in buying these homes that are in bad shape, fixing them up, and moving in. Mm-hmm. So it's either the guys that are flipping them. And then uh, the people coming in out of town, uh, buying them and living in them, and, th- and they're going to take care of the house. Um, so actually, the city is getting uh, uh, like a new facelift, let's say, or it's getting cleaned up. So these uh, houses that uh, needed uh, work are getting getting the work. So so uh, the time because they're getting good prices for their house, it's time to cash out. Mm-hmm. They can, you know, and they're getting good money for their home. The new guys coming in, giving them their money. And they're fixing them up, and then they're reselling them to the, like the millennials that are are coming into Hamilton, and so it's it's just a whole new facelift. Like, uh, it, I, I mean, there's still a lot of homes that need to be cleaned up. You'd be amazed out there, Rick. Like, like the the conditions a lot of mm-hmm. these homes are in. A lot of them you can't really tell from the outside, but right, once you right. once you go in, it's you know it's nothing's been touched for thirty years or forty years, or yeah. it's been abandoned or it's been vacant for for however long, and it, you know with that comes issues, and, mm-hmm. and 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 you know it looks old, it looks dungy, and it needs needs to be updated. Yeah. Uh, the return on investment, at least in this case, is going to be wonderful. C- can we say that for a lot of the other homes that are in similar conditions? Yeah, for I sure. I guess it depends I mean, on the location. Yeah, I mean, this one will definitely follow and, and, and you know, keep people updated um, and kind of see where they're at or, or what they sell for. We'll, we'll, we'll kind of check back and, and see where it goes. But, I mean, anytime you can you can look at an investment and, and make double of, of what you're putting in, um, it's a good it's a good plan. But the difference, the difference what a lot of people look for in Hamilton – is they look for the the house that's three hundred thousand or two fifty that can be flipped for four. Right now, this one's a little bit more risky because it, it you have to carry a higher amount for a longer period of time, mm-hmm. and you need more capital to put into it. So there's not a lot of people that can be able to support a four hundred and fifty thousand dollar purchase. Right. And then put in an additional two hundred two hundred and fifty or three hundred thousand yeah. dollars into six it. Plus eight months of and, working and, that, and, right? car- and as well as carrying that. Yeah. Right. Um. It's it's a substantial, uh, you know, a substantial financial investment, but to to a lot of people, it's too much for them, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that that are 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 more comfortable with you know buying a house for two twenty five and maybe flipping it for three fifty, and you only have to put thirty into it. Right. This is it's 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 a much greater risk, and and to be able to carry, you know, if you're carrying a private mortgage or if you're carrying. Um, you know, you'll see a lot of people kind of partner up for this situation, but that's why maybe they didn't get the, the you know, the bigger asking or the bigger number in terms of a, a, a purchase price or a sale price. Mm-hmm. Um, it only ended up going for 5000 over asking. But I mean, it's, it's, 
I think it's going to be a great investment for whoever picked yeah. it up. You guys are known for you know um, uh, pushing the market, pushing the envelope in terms of uh, you know sale prices. Was five forty just too high in this case? Um, you don't want because you're probably just looking at investors. Yeah, right? no, I I, I see what what uh, the agent's doing. Um, I you know what it, it is so hard to gauge, and he's looking at it uh, thinking, okay, five forty. Uh, you know what? Any anybody could have listed it at five forty because yeah. because now we know there's a house that needs a lot of renovation. So now every person that wants to renovate their v- renovation costs. They're going to estimate it differently. So one guy, it might be okay. I only need to put fifty thousand. Another guy, two hundred thousand. Another guy, hundred thousand. So he's trying to now. Now this agent is trying to do what's best for his client is to get the most amount of money. Mm-hmm. So he tried at the five fifty mark, and he, you know what? And myself, I probably could have. I would have listed this. I don't know. I haven't seen the house inside. I would look at the comparables. Um, it probably would have been that number. So first he tried the 550 to see if he can get it. So that's right. the key thing. It didn't work out. But he reacted uh, fairly quickly. Yeah, he did react he quickly. He reacted yeah. quickly. He knew the market wasn't going at that number. So he uh, he adjusted it very rapidly, which was which was the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, so you, you, don't, you don't know until you hit the house on the market. Because some houses like, you know, like last year, I mean... Like it was tough because the market went up so fast and and, and crazy, you, you know. Two three agents could have gone in, and the highest agent went in, and and then uh, and he got the listing because he went at the highest price. Right. Meanwhile, he probably didn't even know. Yeah. And he looks like a hero, right? So, but um, but again, the, the agent did everything right on the nose. Like he listed yeah. this house, he put it at the price. He saw that the market wasn't biting at that number. He mm-hmm. dropped it, and then he dropped yeah. it again. And, and that's and, what you want. You don't want an agent that's you know just going to sit there and, and, yeah. and leave the for this, sale this sign agent, up. This if, agent, if you know what's going on with the listing, react fast and, yeah. and let your clients yeah. know and, and and react to the market. Yeah. Right? Do you think uh, they would have got that number last year, last spring? They would have got. Yeah, I, I, th- I, think, I so. think so. If, yeah. they, if this house was on the market in March of 2017, yeah. because somebody would have looked at like like you know it says it's selling for 900, 850 to nine hundred. Last year you might have looked at it and said you know what that house could sell for a million fifty, right? So mm-hmm. it would support that yeah. number. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that would have been interesting. <laughs> yeah, I know. Eh, <laughs> a few minutes left in this first segment. Let's get to some uh, September statistics, or at least part of me August uh, statistics in terms of home sales and average prices. Uh, we won't look at uh, every single area of uh, the city, but we will start in Burlington, which seems to be holding its own in terms of uh, units sold up to two fifty two last month uh, from two thirty six the previous month, and the average sale price at seven hundred forty nine thousand. That's that's fairly healthy. Yeah, it is. So they're they're holding strong on on their pricing, uh, but their the number of units um, they're they're way down. Mm-hmm. Um, the the thing is, for some reason, even last year when when Burlington uh, for August like August of 2015, 2014, and 2013, they had way better months than uh, August of uh, of 2018. Yeah. They only sold 252 units and. Like it's just Burlington is is struggling when it comes to to selling homes, but the uh, va- value is is holding strong. Mm-hmm. They're they're moving up slowly. It's creeping up and uh, in price wise. So so they're fine there, but it's just that yeah. you, you got to be very good at pricing the house if you're in Burlington right yeah. now. In terms of this year, you know that two fifty two number is not bad. I mean the the high this year is three hundred fifty six units in May, That's followed right. by three hundred five in June and. April, so 252 is really the fourth highest, or really that's the third right. highest that's of this right. season. That's so right. That's not too bad. Uh, Ancaster, very similar to Burlington in terms of not being as high as in previous years, but again, uh, average sale price 779. 
Yeah, seven seventy nine. They sold uh, forty seven uh, homes in uh, in Ancaster for the month of August, and it it, it it's starting to climb back up. It, they're, they're, it, it's the average. That's what it's the norm. Yeah. So they're back on track to being a normal normal market in Ancaster. Uh, let's flip over to Hamilton Mountain, which is uh, consistently a uh, a popular place to uh, put down roots. 154 units selling in the month of August, down from 170 in July, but up from August of last year, which uh, they only had 117. So uh, a bit of yin and yang for yeah, Hamilton. They're, ba- they're back on track. Hamilton Mountain is one of the, the best markets in Hamilton, uh, and it's also you know the strongest mar- uh, one of the strongest markets. A lot of people, especially the Europeans and immigrants that came uh, that came to Hamilton uh, they start off in the lower city and the, and, and and their goal is to come up to the, to uh, the mountain. Hamilton mountain so uh, so that's a big uh, you know so they're they're holding strong Hamilton yeah. mountain's always going to do well one thing to consider for the mountain that four hundred seventy one thousand dollar average sale price is the highest for the month of August uh, on record. So yeah, that's yeah. So it's, yeah, it's, it's strong, very strong. Uh, Hamilton East. Uh, Phil wanted us to uh, concentrate on <laughs> Hamilton East because I don't know. You got some properties out there that you're selling. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not, not only that, but I think it's a it's a popular market. I think it has, for sure. It's you know every month it, it represents one of the most highly transaction markets in Hamilton. Yeah, it, it does. Hamilton yeah. East and Hamilton uh, Central. I those are those are great markets to especially uh, for first time buyers yeah. and also uh, first time guys that want to go into. You know, uh, rent, fix and renovate and flip the houses. Those are great key markets to, to be in. But also one of the markets with the lowest days on market for, for listings. We'll get to some of the uh, stats from Hamilton East and look at uh, Hamilton Center as well. A whole lot more still to come here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Welcome back. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. My name's Rick Samprin. In studio with Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie, sales representatives with Remax's Cartman Realty, the Golfie team. Call them anytime at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. dot is the website. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. At Rob Golfie on Twitter and Instagram. Be sure to like the Rob Golfie Facebook page and subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast on iTunes iTunes and Google Play past episodes on robgolfie.com and 900chml.com. Have a question for the Golfie team? Email questions at robgolfie.com. That email address again is questions at robgolfie.com. Still to come, what's the wildest thing that these two gentlemen have experienced while on the job? It's in relation to a really wild uh, scenario down in Niagara. We'll also talk about how your real estate agent can lose you a deal and a REMAX report shedding light on uh, millennials and Generation Z coming up uh, from the rear. But back to some uh, August uh, real estate stats, and uh, we've gone through uh, Burlington and uh, Ancaster, the Hamilton Mountain. Uh, We're reflecting a little bit on Hamilton East, in which, again, the average sale price, $365,000 for the month of August, down from previous months this year compared to July, June, even May and April. But 365 is the highest for August on record, and 77 units sold, very comparable to past years as well. Mm -hmm. So uh, Hamilton East is a very uh, happening place. Absolutely, absolutely. Hamilton Center 
Um, Average sale price, again, up from previous years, $362,000, 96 units sold. That's the third highest this year. That's it. Hamilton Central is always going to be a a hot spot uh, uh, for people buying uh, real estate. they got beautiful homes there. They've got – but, again – Bless you. Excuse me. <laughs> That's Excuse a first. Me. Wow. Um, so, um, so the the key thing is you get a lot of out of towners coming in into that area. Yeah. And then you got a lot of uh, homes that are uh, you know that got character. You know these century homes and people love that. So, so it's Hamilton Central, great area to own real estate, mm-hmm. and, it, and it's just getting more and more popular as time goes on. That, that Bay and Stewart Street uh, home that we were talking about in our opening That's segment right. is, yep. is in this category. Absolutely. I- interesting to note, too, that only 87 units were sold in August of 2017, so that's jumped up uh, to 96 Yes, yeah, uh, they're, they're strong. Honest. They're holding strong. Uh, maybe we'll end with uh, Stony Creek, which, uh, again, is uh, this another is lower popular Stony place. Creek, uh, district, so this yeah. is Lower Stony, this Stony is Creek. This okay. is Lower Stony Creek. So Lower, lower Stony Creek... Uh, they had 50 units, um, a little less than last year, but uh, uh, but they're 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 averaging pretty pretty normal pace. It's in that 50 60 range. Yeah, that's right. And then their average sale price is is strong, 578. It's climbing. Yeah. But it's just, it's at a normal pace. It's at a normal pace. Nothing not nothing low, nothing high, but just it's 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 moving along nicely. That uh, 578 is in the top 10 of highest ever and uh, highest ever for the month of August. So that's uh, that's a good sign for Lower mm-hmm. Stony Creek. In Upper Stony Creek, we'll end with uh, Upper Stony Creek, $554,000 for the average sale price. Uh, just hundreds of dollars less than last August, but in terms of units sold, 47, another strong number, second highest this year. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? There's a lot of development happening up there in yeah, Hannon. huge. So a lot of times when you get a, a new development happening, there, there's a strong turnover in the first year uh, of people moving out because, you know, when they're buying their house, they're buying their house looking at it on paper. Yeah. And, and then uh, they move in. And then they like, move in yeah. and go, wow, I thought my bedroom was going to be bigger. I thought the closets <laughs> were going to be, you yeah. know, this and that. So you, you always find in new developments, there's a, ter- a 10% turnover of uh, people moving out, out and, and going elsewhere. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's talk about uh, Millennials and Generation Z. This is uh, a REMAX report, REMAX of Western Canada, in fact, that found that uh, apparently Millennials are being uh, pushed a little bit by the uh, generation um, uh, just before them. Generation Z is coming up and uh, scooping up some real estate. So uh, interesting to note that already, it, it, this seems like time is flying by, but the millennials <laughs> are getting older. <laughs> Sorry, Phil. And and the next generation is coming in and now starting to buy homes. Yes. Um, you know why? Because they see that they got to get on that fast. They got to get in. They got to get in. Yeah. So so that tells me that I should be marketing to the high schools. <laughs> <laughs> so I the, should get into the high schools. Generation Z is uh, eighteen, basically 18 to 24-year-olds. And uh, Remax of Western Canada asked this, uh, or at least a group of 18 to 24-year-olds living in uh, the GTA and Greater Vancouver about how they felt about the housing market. And more than 50% of these college-age kids uh, are hoping to buy a home in the next few years. So uh, I'm not sure if we should be chuckling at the fact that, you know, marketing to high schoolers, or at least those who are graduating high school, is, is a bad idea. Yeah. Well, it, the reason why I say high school because once they go to university and because they're not really thinking gets, real estate. Yeah. Right? No. No. But once uh, they come back, uh, come back home, they'll, a lot of them. It, it depends. Like everybody goes everywhere across Canada when they're when they're working. So yep. if they're going to university in, in Toronto. A lot of times they end up staying in Toronto. Right. It's just the the job the jobs are more there. But um, but yeah, no. It's just uh, the conscience of people buying. 
uh, real estate, especially millennials that are are getting in, and plus uh, the baby boomers. It's it's on a, it's on everybody's mind. They're talking about it. That's how you, you know you'll build your wealth and build, mm-hmm. and you can you know step by step go for the next the next house, the next bigger house. As but you're I going. think I think the cities are doing a great job in creating the affordable housing for for this generation, True. even the millennials, to be able to get into the housing market and kind of create that forced savings account, which is a house that that starts to build equity. And allows you to move up to to you know you know bigger bigger houses as you you know as you build a family and 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 move on with your life. So I mean you know more and more now we see it in Hamilton. We see it everywhere. It's the dense housing. It's it's the smaller square footage homes mm-hmm. at an affordable value that allows you know even if it's a small condo, um, it allows two average incomes to be able to support it. And, and be able to, to get into the market and start to build that equity. Yeah. Uh, the survey also found that 75% of Vancouver area Generation Z people uh, are stressed about buying a home. In comparison, 71% of those in the GTA felt the same. And it also found that nearly two-thirds of the next generation thought buying a home was, quote, a good plan for the future. <laughs> uh, 27% <laughs> found it to be a good investment. Uh, but it did find that 57% of greater Vancouverites felt undereducated about buying a home and that's that's natural it, i mean it, if you're in college it, university you, you don't yes. really know the ins and outs of buying a home that's yet. right and and i can understand the stress of people in vancouver like generation oh, yeah. z about buying it. it it is too expensive for them it, it's next to impossible yeah. that's why in in vancouver they allow basement apartments they they're like a friend of mine moved out there about 25 25 years ago mm-hmm. and i'm not sure if he had the in-laws living downstairs but he he said to me, he goes, Rob, everybody's got basement apartments Everyone. here. And Everywhere. they build it. They build houses with, with it's every... The, it's the only it, way they can yeah. afford it. It's, a, yeah. wow. it's the only way. And uh, well, When you have homes going for $2 million, I mean, how do you even get into the market? You can't. It's impossible. You can't You can't get into the market unless you have help, unless you've got rental income coming in. It's, win the lottery. Win, yeah, win the lottery. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or Yeah, absolutely. So it, it, is, it is a tough, but eventually it's going to correct itself eventually yeah. it will correct itself and when that correction happens you know what a lot of people are going to win but there's going to be a lot of people that are going to lose yeah. and it's it's it but you just don't know when a lot of the homes in Vancouver right now are going uh, well below uh, asking price or well below uh, the purchase price from yeah, the there's, previous Yeah, there's years. a big correction going on there right yeah. now within the, you know, it's more of the luxury detached market where yeah. you know, they're seeing price drops of $150,000, $200,000. Yeah. yeah. So. But the condo market, townhouse market still remains strong. So that's similar to, you know, our area, but it's not as, as drastic or dramatic in terms of the price changes. Mm-hmm. Uh, on to our next topic, how your real estate agents can lose you a deal. I'm sure there's uh, a number of things that the realtors have done wrong or can do incorrectly. Um, what's maybe the worst thing that a realtor can do to lose you a deal? Or maybe the most common thing that you've experienced yeah, with a lazy, other realtors. A lazy realtor. <laughs> a lazy yeah, realtor. Yeah, when you have an offer and uh, the realtor you know, feels he doesn't think his client will uh, take it, and um, and uh, and he and he just doesn't even so just sits d- on doesn't it. even present it to the uh, to to his uh, oh, wow. client. So I've seen realtors do that. I've seen another realtor lose a deal for his uh, for his client. So true story. This was uh, uh, you can't we had, say any names. No, no, no names, <laughs> no, no names. No, we never do. No, there was three offers. Actually, there was I think there was four offers on this one house that I had listed years ago. Yeah, and it was listed for a while, like maybe a. Two three weeks, we weren't holding offers, and then uh, 
out of the three offers, all three came in exactly the same really? price wow. and, and all cash, all three. Like, what are the, what, what are the odds yeah, of that? One in a million. So, so I went back to all three agents yeah. and I said, you know what? Um, you know, all three offers were the same. So they know each other's offer. And uh, I says, can you come back with something better to all three of them? So, you know, basically take another kick at the cat mm-hmm. at this. So the one agent didn't believe me. So this is ten. This was ten thirty at night. Yeah, uh, and then a quarter to eleven, I get a phone call from her, and she said, "Rob, this is baloney. I don't believe it. Uh, we're not even gonna. We're not gonna even, uh, you know, come back." Submit another offer. And she's speaking for her client. She's speaking she for her. She client. didn't she even go back to her client. And she and didn't tell even her. go back to her client to say what's happening. She says, "We're out. We're not even interested." So she took it personal. She took it personal. Right. So this is a quarter to uh, eleven. At eleven thirty, at eleven fifteen, the other two offers come back, and uh, so I look at them. So the one agent uh, got the uh, the higher offer, mm-hmm. got it. So eleven thirty, eleven thirty, we accept a cash offer on this. At twenty to twelve, she calls me back. <laughs> We're coming back in now, <laughs> and I'm going. Uh-oh. <laughs> I sold it. Yeah, it's gone. And she, like... Lost it. Lost it. Wow. Banana land. (laughs) So she realized she made a mistake. Yeah. And then uh, she tried to complain the next day. And I I go, wait a minute. We had a conversation, and we had a good five-minute conversation. I have it here on my cell phone, like how long we talked about this. Yeah. And you said... So anyway, I talked to the broker, and I I told the broker, you know her character. I know her character. Yeah. You know how she reacted. And uh, anyway... That just that end up fizzling and and, and dying out, yeah. and she it, she probably learned a lesson from there. She learned so, a lesson not to get emotional, right. and that's what we're there for. We agents aren't supposed to get emotional. The client gets emotional, and we're supposed to you know make them mm-hmm. get away from that emotion because yeah. it, it's emotional selling a house. So obviously, this agent yes took took it personal, made the decision on behalf of her client. Probably then went back to the client and said, "Here's the scenario." And the client said, "All right, we want we want to be in," mm-hmm. and she already had made that decision. Yep, absolutely. Wow. And her it, now her client lost out on that house because of her agent's emotions. Wow. Yeah, not good. Uh, you mentioned uh, the, the the lazy quote unquote. I'm doing the air quotes here. Uh, realtor sitting on an offer uh, because. Perhaps this is another personal kind of um, uh, issue in which the realtor doesn't think that his or her client is going to you know, like the offer, right. so they don't bother presenting the offer to the client. Uh, I really don't see a positive in that at all. You I mean, knowledge what, is power, you, right? Absolutely. You have no idea. What a client says and what a client does is totally two different things. I'll never forget this. Uh, this was a, a Spanish guy. This was like in my first couple of years in the business. Mm-hmm. And um, and the house was listed at a hundred and twenty thousand, right? <laughs> twenty years ago, <laughs> the good old days of yeah, uh, yeah. Of, of of pricing uh, prices of house. And he said to me, he goes, I, I, you know, I'm walking up his driveway. He's there, and I'm walking up with an offer. And he says to me, Rob, not one penny less than my asking price. <laughs> this is as we're walking into the house, like outside the side door of yeah, his house. Yeah. Rob, not one penny less, right? With his you know accent, it was really good. So we sit down. And I'm showing him the offer, and I go, it's 115000 so 5000 less, mm-hmm. and the closing date, this, this, and that. He goes, okay, I'll take it. <laughs> See what I'm saying? <laughs> See what I'm saying? Wow. What they say and what they do yeah. are two different things. And that's why people always say, get it on paper. Mm-hmm. Get it on paper, and then when you present it, 
you'd be amazed at what the the flexibilities mm-hmm. there are. And you know what? And and the house was priced like we had it on the market for a good maybe thirty to sixty days before we got that offer for one hundred and fifteen thousand. Right, right. And you could tell he was frustrated and so on, but he didn't want to take one penny less verbally mm-hmm. of one twenty. But but well, when he saw it in black but, and white, but we're talking. This is like like fifteen minutes apart. Yeah, like from what he said, not one penny less. And then he sees the <laughs> offer. He goes, "Okay, I'll take it." I guess it's the realization that. You know, when you see a number on a piece of paper, you know uh, there's a commitment behind that's it. Right. You know, it's for real. That's right. You know, this is happening. It's not just yeah. uh, you know hearsay or kind of. And that's why they say uh, say put it on paper. So we have somebody that says, "Well, we had an offer, um, you know, and uh, on our house." And I say, "Well, was it in writing?" No, it was a verbal. Hmm. Verbal. I don't count. Anybody can say anybody. Anybody can throw a number yeah. because there is no commitment with their signature. Right. When there's a commitment with the signature on paper, then you know that there was a bona fide buyer mm-hmm. that was willing to pay for that much on that house. And uh, so, but anyway, yeah, but like I said, if an agent doesn't show the offer to his client, he's losing on a chance of putting a deal together yeah. or re- or negotiating, trying to put one together. Uh, obviously, other um, examples of um, a real estate agent losing a deal would be uh, not connecting all the dots, having loopholes in either their pitch or, or doing their homework, having the statistics to back up whether the, you know, the house should be priced right and, and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We... I always have my laptop with me, and I have, uh, and I can access any information that we mm-hmm. need. Sometimes you have to, you know. The, the, you know, what we do is we try to get the most amount of money for our clients. There's no doubt about it. If yeah. we're representing the seller, and if there's a good offer coming in on a house that uh, that our client should be taking, we have to make sure that we inform him what's going on in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. Now, when we go and evaluate a house, now I'm the guy that's going to say, "Here's where I think." the price the market's going to pay for your house. Now, uh, uh, sometimes a lot of agents will go higher than beat them up on the price. That is a big mistake because they're going to end up chasing the market and they're going to struggle. Yeah. Uh, they won't even get the price that that the, that the market will pay anymore because it's been on the market too long. It's already passed the your, your best buying power is, your best selling power is in the first two weeks when you yeah. sell your house. Lots more to come here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show. Coming up next, uh, the wildest thing that these two gentlemen have experienced while on the job, and it relates to uh, a really wild story in the Niagara area. We'll talk about that when we come back. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. You're listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. My name's Rick Samprin in studio today with Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie, sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. Make sure you subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast on your favorite app store. If you have a question for the Golfie team, email us, questions at robgolfie.com. That email address is questions at robgolfie.com. Go online to robgolfie.com for a host of great real estate-related information. That's robgolfie.com. Call them anytime at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. And they're all over social media. Be sure to visit the Rob Golfie Facebook page and uh, look, up them, uh, look them up on Twitter and Instagram. The handle is at Rob Golfie. Um, 
Unbelievably wild story this is crazy. in the Niagara area. So uh, picture this. Uh, you're, you're a realtor, and uh, you are confronted by a gentleman with a gun while trying to show a house in a neighborhood. I mean, this is insane. This is, this is something that you'd expect out of your southern states. Right? Yeah, this yeah. Is something that you like Alabama, of, yeah, yeah. Or, or, or Arkansas. Or something something. That this hasn't seen a human insane. being in, in years. Yeah, <laughs> totally. This is insane. Like, what do you do? A, yeah. a lot of no. So here's the scenario: a Pella man is now facing a bunch of charges after confronting a real estate agent uh, that was showing a house in the neighborhood. This happened back on Tuesday of this week. Niagara police uh, were called in uh, by the realtor who uh, you know was uh, at gunpoint. And uh, the real estate agent immediately left the area, obviously called police. Uh, Cops got there, arrested the individual without incident. A search warrant was later executed, and uh, police found a couple of airsoft guns, known as BB guns. Uh, Some uh, drugs were also seized as well. So now this individual facing a host of charges. But, I mean... Have you ever experienced anything close to this? Um, The only thing I I experienced is when... uh uh, it was funny. No, nothing close to that. But the only thing I <laughs> n- nothing close to that. I mean, but you don't you don't know, eh? Like we're like we're going into uh, str- uh, strangers' homes. We're going all into, the time. Yeah, 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 like you have no idea. We're 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 showing homes to people that are vacant homes. Uh, I mean, over the years, I mean, it's very rare that it happens. But uh, you know, people have been attacked. Uh, you know, by by the person that uh, wanted to see the house. Sure, you know what I mean, yeah. uh, they're you know. But uh, the, the craziest thing that I've experienced was I'm sitting at a table and, uh, and I, uh, I, uh, I asked uh, the couple, oh, you know, where do you plan on going and all that kind of stuff. And I think their plan was for me to go in, give an evaluation, and f- for them not to discuss why they're moving. So, okay. uh, but but during, during this situation that sitting at the table is quiet. Yeah. Uh, it was obvious that they were splitting up and leaving, right, but they okay. didn't want anybody to know that. Ah, I see. So then I asked the question, and uh, and then uh, the husband just went, like, said, well, if it wasn't because of you doing oh, no. you know, this. <laughs> and all of a sudden, there was a big fight. I'm sitting there. They are they got fighting. Oh, they are fighting. And I'm, and I'm sitting there. I'm going... I don't think they're gonna they're because they're gonna be embarrassed after this this fight in right. front of me. Yeah, and I go, I don't think I'll be getting this job to sell this house because they just they just they, they don't want it. me to to see them again because yeah. they're probably embarrassed of the of the fight they had in front of me. Oh wow! But I just sat there. And but were, you had no idea going in. No. I had no idea. Yeah. I'm telling you, I did not have any idea until I sat down and asked one question. Yeah. And then the husband couldn't keep it in. He was just <laughs> bubbling inside, yeah. boiling. And uh, so but you, you were the trigger. I was the, tr- I was the trigger. <laughs> just one question, you know. It was a simple question. Wow. But uh, so did it end up with you just leaving? Or no, no. I just said, you know, thanks. Here, you know, there you go. And um, they, I, they didn't list for a bit, and then I, I, I just didn't even pay attention to it. But I, I knew that I was not getting that job. That was, this right. was like ten over ten years ago. Right. I'll never forget that. Wow. Yeah, Phil. Yeah. I, yeah, I had one downtown Hamilton. This was this was crazy. Yeah. So this guy had a investment property that I think it was his son and his son's girlfriend that were living in. Okay. And, and he wanted to sell it, but his son didn't want. They to wanted sell to stay. It. Yeah. So when I I showed up and he lived he lived just down the street, so it was a property that he flipped and then and then he wanted to sell. So I showed up to the property, and he didn't know that we were there. But from the outside, you could hear his son and his girlfriend just screaming at each other. No, like, eh? like and I've, I, we're kind of sitting out on the sidewalk and he's <laughs> looking at me and I'm looking at him and he's like, he's like, give me a second. He goes, I have to go in there and settle things down. Oh, wow. 
And so he went in there, and and all three of them started screaming no at each way. other. Oh, and, and then he, he finally came out, and he goes, he's like, Phil, I'm so sorry. He goes, can you still please come in? He's like, I, I really need to get my house on the market. I really need to sell it. Yeah. He's like, I don't have a lot of time. You know, we need to do this right now. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, this this You're is going a, to a, this is a, a hostile situation. Like, yeah. I can't, you know what I mean? I'm like, I'm like, you know, I, I I'm like, you know, I don't feel comfortable coming in, and you know, let's. Let's, let's let me cool come down. back. Yeah, let me yeah. come back another day when things are a little bit, you know, more settled down. <laughs> and he looks at me and he goes, "You're kidding." I'm like, "No, I'm like, I, I really don't feel. I think, you know, I should come back another day. I'm just, right. I'm just a little bit on edge." So he goes, "Okay, I understand. No problem." So as I'm walking away, he goes back in and starts screaming at them oh because I left. He's like, <laughs> "Our real estate agent just walked out on me wow, because of man. you two. He's like, I don't have enough time to be able to come here and babysit you guys. Yeah. And now I'm gonna have a real estate agent walking out on me because you guys can't control your emotions. <laughs> it was, it was crazy. Oh, I, I, it was cr- every word you can think of, yeah. everything, and it was like S- glass like, was smashing, stuff was thrown. And I was like. I've never seen anything like okay. it. We, we got to get to the end of I the story. An- a- and I got another story. A- after the break, we'll get to a couple more here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Let's go around here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie, sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. RobGolfie.com is the website. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Call them anytime at 905-575-7700. At Rob Golfie on Twitter and Instagram, like the Rob Golfie Facebook page. And be sure to subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast in your favorite app store, iTunes, Google Play, yada, yada, yada. Questions at RobGolfie.com is the email address if you have a question for the golfy team or you want to recommend a topic idea again that email address is questions at robgolfie.com we've been talking about some wild stories that these two gentlemen have and phil you were talking about a situation downtown hamilton was yeah it? it was downtown um so the end of the story is did you go back and eventually no, I sell the place i didn't you didn't no I so was that I, the last interaction yeah, you that had was the last yeah wow i didn't it was that uh, bad, eh? i didn't make enough effort to kind of circle back i think i think i, think I, I would i would have stayed Really? <laughs> oh yeah. I could tell Just for the entertainment. I could tell you I could tell you a story. So, this is in my probably first uh, 3 to 6 months being in the business. Okay. Uh, young I'm young. So this is the I I'm, I'm like hungry. I need to make money. I got, you know, four kids yeah, at, yeah, at home. Yeah. I got to feed this family of mine. So, I go to this appointment. It was an elderly couple. And uh, so I went to the appointment, and the husband was on his way, but it, it looked like he got caught in traffic. But it, it's okay. So I, I, I met uh, the lady there, and um, so we're talking and this and that. So I said, well, why don't I uh, uh, you know, measure up the house and stuff like that sure. and, uh, and go through the house and do everything, and then, then we can discuss when, when your husband gets back. And so, I, and I think they were in their 60s, right? I think they were re- retiring, and mm-hmm. I was probably like 30, 31 years old. So, um, so we're sitting there. So when I, when the husband got home, um, you know, the wife says, you know, here's Rob. He's gonna, you know, uh, we're, we're just discuss everything about the house and everything. And then I said, uh, yeah, no, I've seen the, um, I've seen the upstairs. Uh, I, I, I measured some of the rooms, and uh, you know, I was up in the bedrooms. And he go, and then all of a sudden things went quiet. And he uh-huh. goes, you were up in the bedroom. Oh no, with my wife. <laughs> like this is an elderly couple. Yeah. Like right. And I go, yeah, yeah. I just went up there to measure and, and this and that. He went 
crazy. No way. He went crazy. I couldn't understand. And I'm going, I need this listing. <laughs> <laughs> I need to sell this house. So I late they battled. They battled. They were, I don't know why. I'm not sure what what, what triggered yeah. him, but I think he was a temperamental type right, guy. Right. And, and who knows? I, there might have been some history in the in the relationship. Yeah, right? Who knows? Who knows? So <laughs> and then, know. yeah, exactly. So anyway, <laughs> so far, so I I stayed. I stayed. I really? wasn't leaving until they signed the paperwork. <laughs> so I, they did eventually. I, I got it. I got the listing wow. and I sold the listing. I'll never I'll never forget. It was it was a, w- within the first six months of me being in this business, wow. and I I just you know what I I wasn't going to give up. Now I got to talk to Philip about him walking away from that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a lost opportunity. <laughs> yeah, what's going on? It, it's, you know, it's yeah, it's. It's an unfortunate set of circumstances. And <laughs> yeah. I couldn't put myself in that environment. Yeah. Like it's just, I, I, I was so anxious. Like, I'm like, if I walk in that house right now, they you don't know what's going like, to happen. You right? have no idea. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. It would have been okay. You would have calmed them down. Well, I don't know. I, I might have ignited a. a you never know. A, what, you don't know what you run into. You don't know. The, yeah, you're well, right. I think if you know dogs or yeah. you know crazy cats, you're, def- uh, you you're know, defending you, Philip right now. Well, no, I'm just saying. Like you, you, you guys probably run into a you know, bunch right. of different you're things, right. right? Oh yeah. This curious thing is when I was showing a house, and um, I'm showing the house as I'm going through downstairs. And I open, there's a closed door. I open the door, and there's a German Shepherd <laughs> sitting there, like facing, as soon as I open the door. This dog didn't bark at all. Wow. You, know, you know how scary that is? Like in a you, closet? It was like, I don't know, another room. Oh, and geez. he's just sitting there looking, <laughs> and you open the door, you see this German Shepherd. Like, like you're like, whoa, you close the door right fast. Because, yeah. like, I mean, I'm just surprised the dog, I, th- I don't know if the dog was trying to be sneaky with us. Right, right, but right. You, you'd expect it to bark when it hears people walking around sure. upstairs, he did especially not a German bark. Shepherd. Yeah. yeah, he did not bark. Wow. And so he was just waiting for that you That was a scary moment. <laughs> yeah, I'll never forget the story that you told. Uh, one of the first shows was the uh, the grow up, the dungeon kind oh, of basement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, no, I know. When I walked through and, uh, and I, I got ahead of the guy. That's going to be normal now. That's yeah, apparently. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. they're, 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 right yeah. yeah. they're allowing people to, uh, to grow four plants. Those four plants per household. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, those four plants are going to end up being 100. Tw- 24 plants. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, for sure. But that was a scary scenario in which you didn't quite know how it was going to end. Well, I didn't know I was walking into a cartel, <laughs> like, like the drug cartels of, uh, of right. uh, Hamilton. Like, no, I, w- I walked in and I, I walked out and uh, I didn't say a word to anybody. But yeah. I did... I did sell the house after he did call me three months later, and I the person that bought it I I did disclose that there this was a marijuana grow up and mm-hmm. I and and so that was I did everything all right on that yeah. one. Yeah. But are you're probably always thinking about safety to a point. I mean, because you're as you mentioned, you're going into strangers' homes, you just don't know what to expect. So I guess the the thought process is keep an open eye, mind anything can happen. Yeah, oh. but you can't. Uh, you can't I mean, that's think not, about that's that. It's not your mind. top of mind. Like right. if, if if it's top, if you're top of mind, if that's yeah, you're always the wrong top, business. Yeah, yeah. And, and you won't you won't be able to do your job, right. right? You'll just be walking around with this anxiousness around you know every word yeah, you say yeah. or every step you say. I mean, you know, there's a lot of good people out there. Don't let the few oh, bad sure. ones that that you know yeah. kind of ruin your yeah. you know ruin your ability to be able to do your job, yeah. right? So it's it's I mean stuff happens, right? Like if if I was put in a situation, I wouldn't be surprised, right? right? But it's not it's not. That's not something I it's think about every center. day. Yeah, yeah. Guys, uh, incredible show once again. We're going to be back at next Saturday at 9 right here on 900 CHML.